Hi guys, so this is Haiti being Haiti. So welcome to another episode of my podcast. So I wanted to talk to you about something today. So courage. I wanted to discuss courage with you because it's such a big word and it has so many different connotations. But really for me, what connotate what courage means is being scared because I do live with a lot of fear and a lot of insecurities. And when life shows up, sometimes it gets really scary um but courage for me is being able to be scared and walking through that fear anyway so what i wanted to talk about is let's give it a real life context okay so um i've done many things in my life you know i didn't get to this age not doing stuff i've always been active so i've really always worked or been busy um i had my first real job at 14 and I've been involved in property and real estate ever since I was 17 years old. So that's been part of my world. And in between that time, we're talking about 40 years because I am really that old. Um, <clears throat> sorry. In that time, I've raised kids. I got married. I was very active in the community. I've always done stuff. I'm always a doer and I'm always busy. And that's the way I've always been because I like feeling accomplished. So talk about a wake-up call and getting a different sense of where I'm at and being stuck in abject fear. So two days ago, I made a decision to do something a little bit different. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. So um, I was married for, was with someone for nearly 25 years and we were married for over 20 something. I can't do the math now because I really suck at math. <laughs> But we were married a really long time. So it was always a two-income family. So whatever we're doing, he was on a salary, I was on commission, and I brought in money as it came in. And with that, I took care of a lot of the stuff, the household stuff, the kids stuff, um, lots and lots of things. And all of a sudden, you get divorced, and you take the other person out of the equation, and you're on your own. Um, and not only am I on my own, but I really am truly on my own in terms of being fully self-supporting. You know, my parents were always in the background and my parents really were amazing and they really loved me. And there were always a sense of my cushion in case something ever went wrong. I could always go and say, listen, dad, um, can you help out? And the chances were they would do what they could, you know, if the, when they could. And my parents really were quite amazing, but my parents passed away as well. So when it looks to living life the way it is, um, I can get really scared. So I decided a couple of days ago, because the industry I'm in, the real estate industry is a little up and down. Expenses are always pretty constant, you know, between having a house, between having insurance for the house, between health insurance, which can get costly, especially if you own, and especially if you don't work for a, corp a corporation, running a car, having the car insurance, running gas, doing all the stuff that we need to do on a daily basis, when we look at the bills we get and we do get bills in, living on commission is sometimes really not a great place to be because when it comes in, it's really good. When it doesn't come in, it's a little scary, especially if you are a one-income household. So let's put things into perspective. So I've worked for another person maybe for five years in total in my whole life. You know, for the rest of the time, I've been on my own, doing my own thing, um, being supporting through whatever efforts it was, always related to real estate, whether it was interior design, whether it was closings, 
whatever it was, was always related to real estate. So I've done a lot of things, you know, when I look at the things I've closed and the things that needed to happen to get that done and the different skills I got by doing things like for the kids, you know, um, getting involved in the kids' bands and PTAs and all the mothering and mom and all the other stuff we do, we become very efficient and proficient in it. But all of a sudden, two days ago, I was thinking, would be nice if I had benefits, you know, would be nice if I had a job that basically came as a package and I didn't need to worry about paying that thousand dollars a month for health insurance because it does add up. Okay. So I thought maybe the way to do this is to get a job, which sounds easy enough. And I remember when I was 19 years old looking for a job and I used to look at the classified papers because that's where I do come from is looking at classified papers. Um, and there were, hundreds of things that I could do. You know, I used to tell myself, I can do this. And that's what I used to look at. So looking on the job market now, all of a sudden I'm looking at the stuff. Firstly, I don't understand 85% of the stuff that's out there because I'm not tech savvy. So I'm not a technological generation kind of person. I'm in my fifties. Technology is not, not that it's not my friend. It's just a different language and a different world that I have not really been exposed to. So, um, I do some of it. I have a phone. I have a computer. I know how to work basics. You know, give me anything with Microsoft, I can do it. But there's a lot of stuff I don't know. You know, and anything you do today, a lot of it is technology-based. A lot of the skills I have are with this, a pencil and a pen and paper, old world, you know, design stuff, um, space planning, all that kind of stuff is hand done by me because that's the way that I've always done it, you know. Um, don't ask me how to work CAD or some kind of computer program. So anyway, I decided to put together this resume and I write it down. And when I look at it, there's nothing to really put on paper. Isn't that a crazy thing? So when I actually look at putting skills down on paper, firstly, I don't have letters before my name or after my name. I wasn't somebody like I'm not an attorney. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or I never graduated as a somebody in a profession. I'm not a teacher. You know, I'm none of those things. I am a, I've done project management. I've done real estate closed and leased and negotiation, negotiated deals and closed millions of dollars worth of real estate. Um, but when you put it on paper, it doesn't look like a hell of a lot. Does it take organization and budgets and working with other people? Yes, it does. It takes a lot of stuff. But the thing is, um, it doesn't give you much on a resume. So what happened was it put me into the state of fear. And this fear was that, oh, my God, how am I going to survive? And what am I going to do? Because I am only 56 years old. How am I going to get through the next 20, 30 years, maybe, you know, um, how am I going to retire if I'm feeding through my savings? And that, for me, fear is a very strange thing. So as a person who suffers with anxiety and depression, fear and projecting into the future is a very dangerous space. So I had to come up with a couple of tools. So for me, as you know, Charming Connections, this is an unashamed plug, but Charming Connections is how I make jewelry. I wear my jewelry. It keeps me grounded. It helps me be focused. And it helps me get through the day and reminds me stuff. So I had an order from someone and it actually spoke to my heart. So I just wanted to share it with you. Um, what she ordered, and thank you for supporting this little business, um, is one of the charms that says she believed she could and she did. Another one said, I can. 
And one of them is the Bluebird of Happiness. And what it is, is it's all on turquoise and it's made with hematite. And not only that, what I did is I'm going to put out some other charms to put on, a, on it, which one says that fearless, because I need to remind myself that I've got through really difficult stuff and I've survived 100% of everything that I've got through so far. The other big one is my biggest challenge. My biggest challenge today isn't the job market and it's not the property market and it's not real estate. My biggest challenge on any given day really is the same challenge. And it always comes down to the same thing, which is me versus me. It's always this constant push me, pull me in my head. And the head tells me, listen, you're a piece of shit. You can't do this. There is no ways you're capable of doing this. It's more than you are capable of. And um, the answer is no. So I tend to go from that place of no first before trying something. And then I have to get some information from other people. And my friends remind me, you know, if you've got a dollar in your pocket, you're not penniless. And that is very true. You know, they also remind me that you, that I have survived 100% of everything that I've been through today. Very true. But how else do I kind of put that into perspective? Because in my head, it's telling me I'm going to be penniless and living on the street, living under a bridge. And that you could come visit me as I'm panhandling. Truth is, I've never been lived under a bridge and um, I've always seemed to make things work and not only through me doing stuff because I do show up and I do work thank you thank you for agreeing um, but it's also um, I really believe that when you do the right thing things just somehow seem to work out and I do believe that I am protected by a higher power and that a higher power I do call God and for me that's good orderly direction because it, so far it hasn't I've done okay so I've also learned when I keep that stuff in my head and I don't talk about it, if I tell you I was sobbing and dry heaving this morning because I was that petrified and that scared and that upset over what it was and then I can't talk and I can't speak because I'm just in a really bad place, it takes a friend of mine calling me and saying, how are you actually doing? And then I break down and I start talking. And then I start reaching out to other people. And one of the reasons I do what I do with these podcasts is I honestly believe that um, I share my experience, strength, and hope. And sometimes people go through what I go through and they can relate and they know by me sharing it that they are not alone and they can get through it. And on the other side, some people haven't gone through it yet and some people may never, ever go through this and good for them. You know, um, I also have to realize something else is I project into the future. When I start projecting out of anything else other than right this second, it becomes a very slippery slope because my expectations and my timeline are always off to where reality is. So reality plays out the way it does. So the real estate market's a little slow at the moment. I have got good clients and I've always had referrals and I'm good at what I do and the chances are I'll keep working if I keep doing what I was doing. And it took meeting with a friend to remind me that, do you know what? You are good at what you do and you do have passion about what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing and things will be okay. It doesn't stop me from having a backup plan. You know, being prepared and planning for a future is not a bad thing to do. Um, so what that means is I need to now explore other avenues. And the weirdest thing in this whole process was all of a sudden I put down my resume 
the last time I worked for somebody was in 2003. That's a long, long time ago. And what I was earning in 2003 was $23 an hour as an executive assistant and running workshops and coordinating different committees and doing administrative work. And if I had to go into the job market today, I'd probably be earning $18 an hour, which is crazy to think so many years later, I'm worth less now with more experience than what I was then when I was in that kind of job market. So that was a huge blow to my ego as well, because I thought everyone's waiting for me. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the story? Like we are just that fabulous that everyone needs us and is has got their lives on hold waiting for us. So um, what I'm going to do today is remember a couple of things. One is get through today. So if I get to sleep tonight, my lights are on, the water's running, I've got my bed, the dogs are fed, the cats are fed. I'm healthy, my feet are okay, my hands are working. I am 100% physically okay. That's something to be grateful for. I've got friends who care about me. That's another thing to be grateful for. That's another one. I've got a chair that my butt is in. You know, that is something else. Um, so I'm not sitting on a crate on the floor on the side of the street. So if I can just focus on right the second and the now and live in the now, I'm okay. It's a minute that things start shifting off. So I'm going to remember a couple of things. So I'm going to remember just to be brave that I am a warrior. That's another one I'm wearing today. That I can be fearless. That is something I have to work on because if I let the fear start, then I get incapacitated. That I've got a family. You know, I've got people that do love me and that look out for me. And that I can. Not only can, I can do difficult stuff. You know, I've done a lot of difficult stuff in my day and I've got through it. And it doesn't always look out the way other people expect it to look. You know, what I used to do is it used to frustrate me because I used to do stuff in ways that weren't the way conventionally people did it. It was Haiti's way. Haiti is Haiti. You know, she's got her own way and her own style and her own way of being. But what would happen was I'd get upset. And I'd start feeling less than, and then I would start hurting myself. And the way I do that is either through anger and taking it out on other people and hurting them at the same time because I'm frustrated, or I'd eat, or I'd smoke something, or I'd do something, drink something to change how I feel, rather than just being in the moment going, okay, this is uncomfortable. What is the real problem? Is there something I can do about it? Am I powerless over it? Is it something out of my hands? Instead of trying to feel better just to be able to feel where I'm at and be able to say there's power in being where I'm at right now. And life isn't always about feeling good. Sometimes it's just feeling where you are and that can be overwhelmed and scared and petrified because <laughs> I do get petrified. But um, it's okay. You know, if I woke up today, at least I have a chance to make it a better day than what it was yesterday. So um, thank you for being on this journey with me because um, life is interesting. Life is super interesting. And it is a gift because not everyone woke up this morning and not everyone got the chance to do what I did today because not everyone is healthy. So if you're struggling today and no one's told you that they love you, just know that I love you and that you are important and that you matter. Being of service is one of the ways that I do shift how I'm feeling. And this talking to you is one of the ways that I do get to be of service. Um, the other way I do is by giving away my bracelets and jewelry and making my jewelry and selling it. Um, you know, because I know that I'm with people as they travel. 
But um, I just love you. I hope you have the best day ever. And I will see you soon. And peace out, everybody.